State Senator Lena, don't you know who I am, Taylor, had an opportunity to do the right thing. Um, story's now been widely reported. Friday afternoon, she's at a at the Wells Fargo Bank on Wisconsin Avenue. She is apparently trying to cash, the way it, it now turns out, she's trying to cash a check given to her by a tenant of hers. So she's there at the bank. The check is not good. There's not enough money in the account to cash the check. And she becomes, the story is, enraged. There are police officers who happen to be in the bank for some other reason. They hear the dispute. Everybody knows the allegations are that Lena Taylor gets loud, starts yelling. Um, She is accused of using the N-word. Now, she's African-American. There's apparently a teller who is African-American. Lena Taylor flies, allegedly flies into this rage, um, uses that word in direction at the teller. The cops come up. Um, What happens is she ends up getting cited for disorderly conduct, not a criminal citation, but a civil citation, sort of a disorderly conduct citation. Maximum fine, I think, is 500 bucks. There is, I am told, a bank surveillance film of this. There's also a body camera of this. So it's at some point in time, it's going to come out what happened. And this, of course, is not Lena Taylor's first time at the rodeo when it comes to outrageous public contact. I have said before that I think the real Lena Taylor, at least the person I've talked to off the air and in private, is, is much, much smarter than the character she plays in public. But nevertheless, um, you, you have another one of these examples of you know, sort of outrageous behavior. And the truth of the matter is, if you or me or anyone we know had thrown, I don't know, a hissy fit or caused the scene and a commotion and screamed things like this in a bank, chances are we would have probably been hauled off in handcuffs instead of given a citation. But anyhow, I said at the end of the day yesterday, Lena Taylor had a rare opportunity to do the right thing. And the right thing would simply have been to say, I apologize. I'm sorry, period. I apologize, period. I am sending a check for whatever it is, $500 in to pay the citation. I intend to move on. And and that, I I think, would have been the responsible adult, grown-up way to do handle this. Um, And then you, you kind of move on. That's not what she has chosen to do. She has hired Vince Bobbitt. I I like Vince Bobbitt, by the way. Vince Bobbitt, um, formerly in the city attorney's office. He's run for office a couple times. Um, Very good lawyer when it comes to handling municipal law, does criminal work and does civil work as well. She has hired Vince Bobbitt. All right, now here's where it really gets interesting. Bobbitt gives an interview with CBS 58. This is what he says. He says um, she had brought a check, she being Lena Taylor, had brought a check there that was given to her by a tenant, and it was for a lot of delinquent rent. And Lena had gone there just to see if the check was good. The altercation, um, this is again by Vince Bobbitt, started with a disagreement about if she had to sign the check, even though she just wanted to see if there was enough money in the account. And then, this is the attorney on TV, I said, well, Lena, Before you go into it any further, because they're making an accusation of a racial slur and all this, I'd rather be in person with you. Let us look at the tape that was at the Wells Fargo Bank. Also, I understand the police had a body cam. Now, let me tell you what is going on here. 
criminal defense attorneys, criminal defense attorneys will frequently say to their clients, you are accused of peeing on the sidewalk. You're accused of this. Don't tell me what you did. Because what do you think that would be the normal reaction? The normal reaction would be, okay, th- this, is, this is what they say. You're charged with drunk driving. What did you do? Now, typically, criminal defense attorneys will say, don't tell me what you did. Because if you tell me what you did, well, then I can't, I can't for example, if this matter goes to trial, I can't ethically let you get on the witness stand and testify to something different. So don't tell me what you did. Tell you what. Let me go review the evidence. Let me see what the state's case is or the city's case is or the government's case is. Let's review that together. And then, wink, wink, nod, nod, then I'll ask you, you know, what what you did. Don't tell me what you did. And this is a common tactic that defense attorneys use because if somebody says, well, yeah, yeah, I killed my wife. Okay, well, you're not going to be able to put them on the witness stand and have them deny that. So this is kind of a common tactic that you would use if you were representing somebody accused of a crime or if you're accused of, uh, again, you know, in this case, it is a civil sort of violation. I understand that tactic. I understand that technique. But when you have a public official who is accused of not a crime but misbehavior in public, all right, Lena Taylor knows what she said. Lena Taylor was there. Lena Taylor knows what it is that happens. Lena Taylor knows if she shouted and used this type of language at at the clerk. All right. She was there. You shouldn't have to look at a tape or watch a police body camera to know that. The reason you do that is you want to say, well, okay, we're going to wait to craft our response to see what it is that the government, state, city, whatever, what, what the evidence is. But in a case like this, while I understand that is a tactic that criminal defense attorneys use, and it's a perfectly legitimate tactic, if you are a public official and you are involved in something like this and you were there, you shouldn't have to wait to find out, gee, what is it that the state can prove you did? And if you really did this type of stuff, if this now if this really happened and you use this kind of language and you shouted at the police and you got loud, the only thing I think a responsible public official does is come out, like I said yesterday, and say, I'm sorry, I apologize, my behavior was unacceptable, and here I'm paying a ticket. You don't you have every right to do this. Nobody's denying you have a right to do it. But just as I often say, because you have the right to do something doesn't mean it is the right thing to do. A responsible public official who's behaved this way in public and is not looking at a criminal charge, what they do is they apologize and they pay the ticket. Unless they seriously say, I did not do this, this is all contrived, in which case then you come out and you make a public statement saying everybody else is making this up. But by simply deciding, well, we're going to wait to see what it says on the tape. We're going to review the evidence. We're going to try to see if we can go through the ladder at the city attorney's office and convince them to give us different type of treatment. That, I think, is nothing short of appalling. Do you have a right to do it? Yes. If you are a public official, though, involved in this, 
I think the time to deal with this would have been yesterday because, like I say, you shouldn't have to wait to look at the tape. You shouldn't have to wait to see what a body camera says. You shouldn't have to read the police reports. You know what you did. And if, in fact, you did this, then you should fess up to it, and you should have fessed up to it yesterday. All right, 414-799-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Now, what are the consequences for this? Well, all right, the reality is she's not up for re-election this time around. She's up for re-election two years ago, two years from now. And if it does turn out that she behaved in this way, I think this is probably something that costs her her political career once and for all. But she had a chance to do the right thing. And and she blew it. 414-799-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Don't you expect more, perhaps, from a public official? And if she didn't do it, if this is all made up, then she should have had a press conference yesterday and said, this is all made up. This is all a bunch of bull. None of this happened. All these people are making it up. These stories are, are wrong. Mabel in Kenosha. Hi, Mabel. Hi, how are you, Jeff? Good. What do you think? I think I am on the fence because, number one, Jeff, you you were not there. I was not there. The body cams would paint one picture. The people that were physically there may have different opinions. And I am not a constituent in her area. I have the utmost respect for people who are civil servants, and that's what I consider her to be, is that she looks out for the people. She is always poised from everything I've seen. And things may have happened where she's had issues with this pretending before whether it be the rent issue but, but, or but that but maybe see that's things, not the but, point the question is did she use this type of abusive language and create a a disruption at the bank and she knows if she said that or not i mean she we, we don't need to see a body camera we don't need to you know we don't need to review a surveillance video i mean doesn't she know whether she said that or not i wasn't here but but she knows doesn't happened, she but yeah, I wasn't there, you weren't there, but doesn't she know? She's aware of her actions, just like right. you're aware of your actions, right. and I'm aware of my actions. However, let me finish my sentence, Jeff, please. People should own up, whether it means hiring a lawyer or protecting her rights or saying, look, there's extenuating circumstances here. And people saw this, and she is in the public eye. So it's she has to live with the outcome of what has happened. And if it's for her to step up forward and say, I'm doing a public address on this, I'm hiring an attorney, I think she is a formidable lady. Well, thanks. I mean, it has nothing to do with being a formidable lady or or not. My my point is, does she have a right to hire? Does she have a right to lawyer up and try to fight this? Absolutely. No, no question about it. But don't you shouldn't we expect more? I mean, because the truth is, I mean, she was there. She knows if she said that or not. And, I mean, I fully, I tell you the honest to goodness truth, Mabel, is I fully expected, I mean, her people kept saying that there, were gonna, there was going to be a press conference and a statement, yes, or statement yesterday. I fully expect her to come out and say, look, I, I was having a bad day or whatever. I, I did this. I apologize for it. Boom. You pay the ticket. You move on. Okay. I, I figured that that was going to be the case. Instead, well, I've hired my lawyer. You know, the lawyer then goes on TV and says, well, you know, I was going to ask her about this, but I, I told her, hold 
off. Let's let's see what the body camera says. Let's see what the videotape shows. What a bunch of BS. I mean, you if you're a public official, you know what you did. I okay, I I was out to dinner last night with with some friends. All right, if somebody says, "Gee, Jeff, you know, you're accused of standing up in the we we ate in the the bar. You know, you're you're accused of standing up and screaming these different things at the bartender." All right, I know if I did that or not. All right. I, I know if I did it and I, I could say, well, um, I'm not going to have any comment. I'm going to like wait till we see what they could prove. Or I could say, yeah, you know, I was just having a bad day and, and I did this and I'm sorry. That is my only point that, yes, does she have a right to fight the ticket? Of course, she has a right to fight a ticket. But when you are a public official, shouldn't we expect more and I understand I'm getting emails, well, why don't you apply that standard to Donald Trump, to which my response is, what show do you listen to? I mean, I mean, really, you know, listen closer when you hear me talk about some of the things that the president does. But if you're out of control, and the truth of the matter is, if she said some of these things, and if it turns out she said this in the body camera, or it turns out that, um, you know, you have witnesses that say that she used some of this terminology, I think it is probably career-ending um, especially since at least there's not a willingness to own up to it up front. And I will go one step further. Like I say, if she's being falsely accused, then I would be having a press con. I would have had a press con availability yesterday saying this is all untrue. I never said this term. I never said that term. I didn't create a disturbance. This is all a contrivance and the cops are wrong. I, I would have said that as well instead of, gee, let me lawyer up and, and let's wait to see what they think they can prove. Jeff Wagner, WTMJ. Here's my text. I couldn't agree with you more. It seems to me that instead of taking the high road and apologizing profusely for her language and her conduct, she is waiting to see what exactly has been recorded in audio and video before she responds. Yeah, I mean, you, you know what you did or you didn't do. She also appears to be trying to get her citation set aside. Otherwise, why the delay in responding? It seems to me she missed an opportunity to do the right thing. That's on her. At minimum, she should have apologized yesterday, asked for forgiveness, and promised not to do it again. Or, that's what Mike says, or just denied the whole thing. Came out and said, this is not true. It, it's all made up. Let's show the tape. You're going to see that I behave absolutely properly and that these are all trumped up concerns. Well, all right. Uh, instead, you get, let me get my lawyer and let us look at the video and let's see what they can prove before I get, issue a response.